1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
0: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand.
2: Hockey. Yeah.
1: yeah. My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. And welcome into a special edition of Judd's Hockey Show with a side of Declan. We uh, come to you today because we're about to talk to uh, Wild Defenseman Matt Dumba, who, who of course it has become very involved in uh community issues in light of what's been going on not just in the Twin Cities community in recent weeks but also the world um Matt is part of the Hockey Diversity Alliance and also uh we would like to ask him some questions and will about what uh, the impending return of the Wild but Dex I, I just go back to the point hockey wise that this is a guy who I think is is you know definitely a threat from the blue line offensively mm-hmm. but had uh, six goals on 167 shots last year and one would think that with the uh season potentially resuming in the summer but it's going to be very different and or just coming back in 2021 that uh, Matt Dumba's luck at least offensively from the blue line
2: has to change. Absolutely man. I mean the guy's been snake bitten. That that enigma of shooting percentage Judd don't you got you got to understand what is uh, sustainable and what's unsustainable. Six like 3.6 or and, something like that And poor that, right? Matt. Yeah, I mean the guy I can't wait to talk to him about it because I got to imagine it's been eaten away a little bit at him and I know a lot of hockey players don't show that emotion. But Dumba seems like a guy that I wouldn't be surprised at all if he, if he knows that he could have put a lot more in the net and it probably doesn't weigh in him. So I'm excited to talk to him.
1: And here is our discussion with wild defenseman, Matt Dumba. Let's just talk about what the recent weeks have been like for for you with all that's gone on not just here in this town, but the world and, and how, how much it's, you know, awakened people and awakened you to, to the issues that are going on in our world right now.
0: Yeah. I think it's been eye-opening for a lot of people me specifically looking at you know what i do in the community and how i help those who are in need and um me kind of trying to redefine myself and you know using my platform to uh you know amplify the voices of others you know people who don't really get a voice and all of this um it's kind of you know push me and kind of inspired me to uh, to want to do more so um, had a lot of talks with friends and families over, uh, over this uh over this two weeks and you know it's it's been some really cool stuff really inspiring and um i hope that um uh, it's kind of this buzz right now around everything um doesn't die down and people don't forget
2: matt i, I saw it was announced that You've launched a fundraiser for the Lake Street Council to help re- rebuild some of those businesses, and you'll also be matching some donations up to $100,000. Can you uh, talk a little bit more about the fundraiser and, and what it means to you?
0: Yeah. Um, for me, it was, uh, you know, sitting in Calgary, you know, 2,000, however many miles I am um, away. And, and, you know, kind of feeling that helplessness and wanting to help out those people that, uh, you know, have kind of welcomed me with open arms. Um, You know, I work with ACES. You guys know that in the community. Um, athletes committed to educating students and, um, a lot of those riots are around the schools that, um, that I go and visit. And, you know, so I'm scared for the kids. I'm scared for, you know, everyone. You know, you're already going through some really tough times with this pandemic. And then to, um, you know, have the kind of the, the, the huge tragedy of losing, um, George Floyd and it being the inevitable, you know, boiling point of everything that's um, happened in, you know, it, the many years that this has been going on, but how it's really been escalated over the last last five, um, and it just comes to a boiling point where, you know, you people are pushed into this type of oppression and. Um, have their backs against the wall, and have so much wrong done against them that it's just a breaking point, uh, and really is seen as inevitable for me. Um, and it's just it's sad that our society had to come to this point to, you know, hopefully, really ignite real change. But you know that's that's the side I'm standing on right now, and that's I, I'm prepared to be on the front lines of that, um, working towards you know a better world, better society, better. Um, you know, er eradicating racism from hockey. There's a number of things that, um, you know, I want to help out on. And, um, you know, hopefully it's just one day at a time, you know, chip away and stay true to that process.
1: Matt, how how disturbing was it also um, to see this unfold and and not just in this country, but in the town in which you play, how, how tough was that to watch from Canada to, to see places that you knew and, and a town that, you know, as you said, you've done a lot in this community for a long time that the epicenter of all of this was actually here. Well,
0: yeah, that's it. That's the thing, man. Um, if I was back in Minnie, I, I could see it. I, I would be able to see everything unfold from my apartment. No. Hmm. So, um, just kind of me kind of put it in perspective and kind of, you know, live through some of my friends and, uh, you know, people I call family back in in Minnesota, um, live through them while they're going through it. And, you know, they've been down to the riots, to the protest, um, seeing firsthand what's going on. Um, you know, and then also the, on the flip side, in helping out with the rebuild and, you know, JT helping pass out groceries and, um, cleaning up the community. I've got friends who are a lot of friends who are passing out water at peaceful protest, um, uh, just little things. Um, so I was, I was just inspired what those guys are doing. And, you know, I just, I just felt like I, I could do more. So that's, uh, that's where this whole initiative came up with. And, and my little brother, um, uh, open it out and, and you know thinking of a great idea to make a pair of custom shoes. And he's um, got that artistic skill. So it's kind of cool to see how our family and mine, and JT, um, just how we kind of cooked this all up. And now it's, uh, it's finally here.
2: Matt, when someone, whether it's a teammate or, or a family member or a friend, th- they might come up to you and, and they ask, you know, I, I don't really, I don't understand this movement. I don't understand why why this is such a big deal. And I know that that's a small group of people. But what is your response when someone comes up to you and, and they say, ask you something like that?
0: Oh, uh, that's a tough one. Uh, where do you start? Um, you know,
2: if,
0: if you really want to know and you, and you want to dive in, dive into that, I think people, it's easy enough to you know look through your social media, easy enough to go through the internet, see see some stuff, read read some um, some great stuff that you know humans rights activists and, and people are saying right now uh, about the situation. Um, for me, um, for me, it's just you could you can just see it. It's the body, the number of black lives that have been taken for. For what? It's like, literally like watching George Floyd. Like all of this could be prevented. So um, seeing that, and just seeing, knowing myself, the um, economic difficulties that my parents uh, went through to get me to play hockey. Um, you know, to see some of the the racial injustice. You know, like that my family's had to deal with over the years. And all walks, all races, uh, just because my family's pretty crazy in that, in that sense. Um, you know, that's why I'm standing up for, for this uh, and really, really trying to make a stand. Um, cause it's just been, it's been going on too long. The fact that, you know, mm-hmm. racism is still prevalent in our society today, it, it, it's kind of mind blowing to me. So, um, to those people, it's just, you gotta put yourself in someone else's shoes sometimes and see it from a different perspective. And then maybe you wouldn't be asking that
1: question. And Matt, how, how far does the sport of hockey have to go in that area too? We've certainly seen uh, stories before this though, in recent months about it. And how much can your hockey diversity alliance that you're going to be part of that uh, seven person group, how much can that help make strides to Because it definitely sounds like there is a subculture in hockey that needs to address Address um w- what we have seen from some in the sport.
0: Yeah, there, there's racism in hockey. I, I think you'd be naive to say to kind of beat around the bush and say that there's not. You know, from the moment I was ten years old, I had these kids saying, you know, they learned racial slurs or saying something to you, and I felt that all the way up until a junior, and probably just laid off once I got to the NHL. So. Um, I think our big thing from the HDA is, you know, teaching, teaching, um, teaching kids right from the start, um, you know, setting policies that, you know, Hockey Canada or maybe Hockey USA um, will adopt and having the NHL support that as well. So I think that's one of our first steps that we'd like to make. Yep. Um, I guess you'll see that maybe hopefully in the next coming weeks. Um, but yeah, you're you're taught you're taught how to uh, to feel this way or have that hate or speak a certain way. Little kids just aren't running around. You're not born a racist kid, you know. And some kids who are using these slurs might not even be be racist. They might just have heard it and they're trying to fit in because yeah. that's what hockey culture. That's sometimes what hockey culture does, and that subculture that you're talking about is, you know, you're on you're on a team of twenty what can I do to fit in with other dudes and be funny on the team? You know, and that's where it's got to stop. So um, I think it's uh, it's preaching that to our youth and, and starting with grassroots hockey and making it more affordable. Um, there's a lot of things that HDA uh, is going to do. and We seriously think we're going to want to, you know, change the game, change our society. So hopefully in like 10, 20 years, you know, minority players coming into into the league are looking back and just going right and saying to themselves or reading about stories that guys have went through on their way to the NHL. The guys, the pioneers who, you know, went through that stuff so they could all be there now and they didn't ever have to say something like that. So I think that's the end goal. is just eradicating racism all, all in general from our game.
1: So is your experience now that you don't hear slurs i i mean you know not, not to talk for uh pe- people who play in the league besides you but has that basically at least once you got to the pros did that basically stop from your experience
0: yeah in in my in my experience yeah i know there's been guys who have faced some stuff um and you know there's little things said all the time that could be taken one way or another but um, at the at the same time, uh, I believe everyone at that point, you know, we're all we're all grown men, and uh, if you don't know right from wrong by the time you're in the national, uh, you got another thing coming. So, <laughs> yep. I, I, I I for any of those guys, I I just feel sad for them that they gotta look through those lenses every day and they see the world in in, in that way because. You know, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of cool people out there. There's a lot of great things, great countries, um, races, nationalities, countries. Like you're
2: messing up, Matt. I know your cause that you launched uh, the Hockey Diversity Alliance is independent of the NHL. As it looks to focus on outreach in the community, and as you, what you kind of mentioned beforehand, but it is the goal too to get maybe the Wild and then obviously the NHL as a whole on board with what you're trying to do here?
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, you know, I want to assure in, in, in the class initiative in rebuildminnesota.com. Um, I would love, you know, the support of as many people, uh, you know, as I can get to this. I just want to hope, assure that the funds, you know, make an actual difference because, um, uh, you know, it's just a, what they, what they have right now is just a kind of a drop in the bucket of what it's going to take to actually rebuild that community. We're, we're talking millions and millions of dollars. Um, so I'm just trying to put a put a little bit of a dent in that, and then as far as the HCA us being um, independent, um, I think that's just so we can, we can just write our own narrative, you know. So we, we can address it. I think there's, you know, the group of guys that we have, the nine dudes right now. Um, no one can tell our story better than we can. Is that, that's how we feel, um, guys who have gone all gone through stuff firsthand. So um, we just didn't want anyone to speak for for us and. Um, but at the end of the day, we know, um, we know working with the NHL is, you know, is, is ideal. It is, is necessary. We, like, we have, we, we want to work with NHL more than anything, mm-hmm. um, because we know what difference, uh, we can really make when, when we all work together. So, um, to reach as many people as we want to reach and, and make the differences that we want to do, um, we have to work hand in hand with NHL.
1: Are you excited, Matt, to uh, get back and play summertime hockey, starting with that potential qualifying round against the uh, Vancouver Canucks?
0: Yeah, I've uh, been on ice the last couple of days. Been skating, uh been skating. Uh, it isn't going to be easy this first, this first bit to kind of uh, get my legs back into it. But, uh, no, I, for sure, I, I'm excited to ramp it up if we're going to do this. Uh, you know, I don't want it to be a waste of time or nothing. So I'm going to put everything I have into this. And make sure we go and try to get a long run here, and, you know, get past the Canucks and then on to the ABS. So uh, I'm going to do whatever in my power to uh, you know, keep this thing going.
2: Matt, I know this has been a unique circumstance with this playing tournament, and there's round robins and the draft lottery. You know, there's so many working parts. But just when you're looking at all of the possible play-in tournaments and unique formats of expanding the playoffs, Let, let's say down the road that maybe this is part of the NHL where there's play-in tournaments and whatnot. Is that something that you would be a fan of going forward?
0: Um, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, I'll just, I'll no, go. you're good. Uh, <laughs> no. Like, I think this is good uh, in the circumstances. But no, you got you gotta there has to be the grind of you know, eighty two games and um, the seeding process. I would like a one to eight seeding process um back. Um I think I think if teams if teams play as good as they do throughout the regular season, they deserve that uh, that advantage. Um whereas the the setup right now is just kinda of trying to play into rivalries and uh, other stuff that know got going on i guess but
2: um
0: nah i i think i think that long grind is uh is, is all about it and um
2: uh you know it, it's hard to make
0: it through a full nhl season guys know that and to be to be an iron man
2: to kind of have
0: that longevity and make sure your team stays at that level throughout the year um i think that's a testament to a true champion once you uh once you make it all the way to the Cup. So I, I would want to see any play in tournaments.
1: Cup champion, asterisk or no for this year?
0: I said it on CSN with Jay and Dan, and I'll say it again. If the Wild win, there's no asterisk of a champion. Get away from me.
1: <laughs> Sorry, man. You can't have it both ways. If you got the asterisk, you got no, it.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. And if the, I thought, who else? I don't even know who, I'm not going to watch hockey after. It's a while, while they 're out, so don 't matter
1: me oh funny, hey, last thing <laughs> for for you i I watched um a ton of your games last year and and there is an incredible statistic involving you that i speak that I think speaks to some years it 's your year and some years it 's not. That is the fact that you took one hundred and sixty seven shots on goal and only scored like six goals. Um, not, not that you were pleased to see play stopped, but how much w- were you looking forward to putting the 2019-20 experience behind you? Because, because to be, I, I guess, for lack of a better term, Matt, as snake bitten as you were offensively, is really remarkable.
0: Yeah, if you would have counted, it's if, if post-counted hockey. I would <laughs> have, I would have dropped forty last year. Yeah, but. uh, not the way she goes um, you know guys have seasons like that I, I didn't re- realize um how hard it's going to be uh well I, I think I knew but you know you're putting so much energy so much time into uh just recovering and, and you know making sure I was making sure my pec was good um it is a, you know most serious injury of my uh my career and um a pretty crazy injury to have in hockey so uh, to make sure I was fully healed for that, it was just just kind of a mental game I was playing with myself all year, uh, and just trusting that I was uh, I was good to go. But definitely at the end of the year, uh, I was feeling myself coming to my own and, and feeling like I was back to uh to back to where I was. And I, I know I can play and uh, play good, really good hockey, so I'm not uh I'm not even really too worried about it. Uh, I, I want to get back and show show people what I what I can do. And, uh, yeah, you're right. Kind of put that in the past.
1: Yep. Pectoral good now. Arm fine.
0: Yeah, arm's good. Good. Well, Thank you, sir. Well,
1: expect some bombs. And, uh, I <laughs> we'll
2: love to hear that. Love that. <laughs> we'll expect Matt.
1: some slap shots, man. Th- thanks, Matt. <laughs> appreciate the time.
0: He knows he once ate an entire sheet cake. He knows your selfie life isn't your real life. He knows what goes down in the DMs. Shouldn't you know your dog better? Now you can learn his inner secrets with Embark, the highest-rated dog DNA test, unlocking over 350 breeds and screening for over 215 genetic health risks. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA,
1: that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark breed and health kit or purebred kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.